everybody, I'm Liam Hartner. And I'm Jacob Anderson. And today we're going to be uh, starting a more structured podcast um, where we got segments. So uh, we're going to move into our first segment, playoff um, contenders and uh, different matchups and teams. Playoff teams and contenders on thoughts and different things. So first we're going to talk about Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. um, And if they're going to be a playoff team. um, And if they're going to help their team rise to the playoffs. Um, Yeah, Liam. um, That's what I was going to say too. Um, The the Bills are in a little bit of... Sticky situation. They got um, Stephon Diggs, really good player from the Minnesota Vikings. He, yeah, he came from the Minnesota Vikings. Um, that's gonna be like a a good duo for like this this twenty twenty this twenty twenty season that is coming up. Now, I'm gonna in the minute I'm gonna pull out the Bills' schedule and see how Stephon Diggs can help in some of these games. But um, while I'm pulling this up, um, Liam, you talk a little bit on why you think Stephon Diggs will be an ultimate um, change to the Bills. Uh, the the Bills have not been doing well. Uh, they they're not the best team. Uh, when you when you think about the Bills, you don't think a Super Bowl team. But a Super Bowl team consists of players that work well together and that are going to help each other play. I've not seen these two play together before, so I'm not too sure on what um, is going to happen. Um, but I'm pretty sure that um, we can get um, that they can get some good um, throws and uh, some good catches out of Safan Diggs and Josh Allen. Um, I think they can be be uh, an all-star kind of matchup. Um, to 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 be um, to be a good team and to maybe even make make it far into the playoffs um, and kind of elevate this Bills team. So I'm looking at um, the, their regular season game. They're playing the Jets, the Dolphins. Um, their first two two games are game one, game two, game four, game five, um, and game um, seven. They're all pretty easy games. They've got the Jets, the Dolphins, the Raiders, uh, the Titans, and the Jets on those games that I mentioned there. Um, and those are some pretty easy teams to beat in my mind when you got a good matchup like uh, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen that are going to take down these defenses um, and kind of test them a lot. Um, the Jets really don't have a good defense. They haven't been good in the past couple years. Uh, the Titans were pretty good last year, but I'm not too sure that they're going to do good this year. Uh, they haven't really made any real moves. The Raiders are okay um, in my mind, but they're they're an okay team. Uh, so I think they may be, beat them. Dolphins, definitely uh, any team can beat the, the Dolphins. Um, and the Jets, again, in their first matchup as well. Um, I think they're going to beat them as well. Um, so, yeah, I agree with Liam. I'm looking at these games. Uh, the Bills start out pretty easy on their side. I haven't read up too much on the Bills. I heard the news when um, Stephon Diggs got over to them, like, right away. The first day came out, maybe, like, an hour later. 
Uh, now I look at these games and just you got Jets and the Dolphins to pick up a 2 0. You got 2 0 start, then you got the Rams. That's going to be like your first hard game, but that's the Rams aren't good. Like, I'm not okay. The Rams, okay, they're not as good as the Bills. They'll pick up yeah. that win. Then you got the Raiders. That would be a close game. I say, mm-hmm. I say, I see the Raiders might win that, but that's a, that could be an easy win. Then you got the Titans. The Titans could be. Yeah, you got you got the you got the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs. Those are those three games. That will be some rough games there. But then you open back up and you got the Jets again. You can pick up that win. You got the Patriots. You could be. Not, Tom Brady's gone. Um. So I, yeah, that would be a close one. Then you got Seattle. That would be a close one. Cardinals. That would be. Cardinals. Um. That could be a close one. Chargers, you could beat them. 49ers, they'll probably beat you. You got the Steelers, that'd be a close one. That could be a close one. Bills and Broncos, another. You got all these tight games. And then you got the Dolphins and the Bills. Um, not an easy win. They can they can head out with an 11-5 season. Maybe 10-6, I can see that. Yeah, I think, I think you're right well, on their record. The Bills have a really, really good uh, schedule this year. It's not too hard. They have um, towards um, their um, November um, games. Uh, they've got Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Chargers, the 49ers, the Steelers. Um, and all of those games are going to be hard games to win. Um, and once they get into that November, um, those November games, that's really what's going to challenge them. Um, and help them win a lot of their games. Jacob, are you still there? Yeah, I just had to go get something real quick. Um, so what, what were you continuing to talk about the Bills? Uh, I just said their schedule. Once they get into November, it's going to be a pretty easy, a uh, pretty hard schedule with the Seahawks, Cardinals, Chargers, 49ers, and Steelers. Yeah. Um, gonna it's going to really challenge them. Yeah, I don't, like the Steelers game. That's going to be a tight one, but I don't, I, I don't see that being that hard. Um, they got the Kansas City game from the 49ers. Those are going to affect their season. They got two probably straight losses there. Um, 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 so we, yeah, so you basically, you have, you have them for that situation. And, yeah, the Bills, the Bills got an okay schedule. Um, they got some fairly easy, they, they get to pick up some easy games, but then in the middle of the season, get a little bit harder, and then, and then you got some more easy games done in the end. Um, I like their schedule, um, so we should probably move on to uh, segment two. Yeah. Set, um, segment two is going to be um, all about the logo and name change for the um, uh, Redskin, the Washington Redskins. Redskins logo. Is it offensive? And should they change their name and logo? And why? 
on thoughts and different things. Um, yeah. Um, I, so, I heard about this, and I like Washington's Redskins name. Redskins is a good team. Like, I say they could change it to, like, the Washington Indians or something like that. Um, some, something, like, more like back time. Something, like, old. I don't know. I really don't... The logo... I, I think... I, I feel like the, they, they only have a certain amount of choices for the logo. They could, like, slightly change the logo. Make it more, like... Like, backing, like, more, like... More, like more like uh futuristic like uh more like forward in time because right now their logo is kind of back in time um i just i don't know much about predicting logos and like it, it could be anything so yeah. basically well, i'm gonna hand it over to you and see what you think Hey, Liam, what do you think? So, um, the reason they change their logo, or they have to change their logo and their team name, um, is because a lot of their, 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 uh, logo, um, and their name is offensive, um, to a lot of, uh, Indian, uh, Native American people. So, um, the Washington Post, uh, said they, they calculated the poll to see if, um, uh, Native Americans would say uh, would, were offended by the DC logo. It was a fake poll. The poll was not scientifically proven um, and they had no peer input on what that uh, poll uh, was, was if, if it was scientific or not, if it was going to look good or not. Um, but someone else had a scientific poll and 90% of people were offended by the name and the logo. Or 90% of Native American people were offended by the name and the logo of the team. Um, and that just goes to show that a lot of these people people are scamming us um, in order to keep their logo so they get less work work to do. Um, and it's very, very confusing to a lot of the people why they're changing their logo. Um, but the Redskins, um, that the, that kind of, if you look deeply into it, look, in, look online, look into it deeply, um, it's going to... Uh, create, or it's gonna, it's gonna create some facts in your mind, um, and you'll be able to see, uh, in a, in a better picture, how this team, uh, logo and name is very offensive, um, I don't want to get too much into it, and I really don't know too much about it, but I know it's offensive to Native, Native Americans, um, and it needs to be changed, and a lot of these people are disgraceful, um, for, for not really thinking, um, a lot about, um, other people and their feelings and just thinking about their team and how they are feeling. Games and matchups on thoughts and different things. Okay, so now this one we're going to take more time on. Liam's gonna name four of his favorite, um, 
four of his favorite games of the season. I'm gonna name four of my favorite games of the season. I already got mine in my head. Liam, do you wanna start or should I start? I'll let you go first. Okay, so um Liam's probably gonna try to think of his. I already got mine. Um my first favorite game. This is kinda tough between two of them. Well, I have to say Ravens get this Thanksgiving game versus Steelers. The two rivals, they get their Thanksgiving game. Now, I like this game, and I think it's not going to be... I say Ravens blow them out, but I just love the fact that the Ravens and the Steelers get a Thanksgiving game. Um, Liam, what are your thoughts on that? I'm super excited for that game, um, especially that it's on Thanksgiving. Um, if we even have a season, then it'll be on Thanksgiving. Um, but knock on wood, we do. It will be a very interesting game. I think we'll have some sides clashing, uh, some some very good rivalry um, in the season or in that game, and then a couple games of the season where we play the Steelers. Uh, that'll be a big rivalry. My one of my favorite games um, is going to be the Ravens and Chiefs game. I'm super excited. It's a night game, 8:20, um, and I'm super excited um, to see that game. Uh, just 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 for the heck of it, just for the matchup, because the matchup is really what I, um, what I like to do, what I like to watch the games for, the matchup, the, the rivalry, um, and the two quarterbacks clashing again, um, and Lamar, so uh, speaking of the two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, um, he's, he said that he's got to get to where, um, Mahomes is at, and I agree, if Lamar can get to where Mahomes is at, really good on the move, keep his, um, keep his mobileness um, where he can get out on the move and make great passes still um, and bring in the passing element to it at the same time then he's going to be a great quarterback just like Mahomes and I think that he can do just as well yeah that's what I agree on um, give me a minute here I'm going to find my second I got my second favorite game I agree with William it's, it has to be Kansas City uh, versus Ravens it's like the ultimate matchup um, Liam, you can exploit your third while I find out something else for my third favorite game. Uh, you tell so my third. So my third is um a really good um matchup here. Let me let me go ahead and find it real no, quick. Because you haven't done your um, second yet. Do your second. You did your first, and that's Kansas City. Oh yeah. So um. I'm super excited um, for the for here we got on Christmas Day we got Vikings um, at the Saints and this is going to be a really good game. The Vikings and the Saints are almost the, the, the same kind of same kind of uh, team. They're they're doing really good. Um, they're both doing really good on the same level. I, I'm super super excited uh, to see that game and especially on Christmas Day. That's a really good matchup. Um, uh, as well, in that in that matchup, we've got um, it's on a it's on a Friday on Christmas Day, um, so a lot of people um will get will miss this game, but I don't really think that that a lot of people will want to miss it. Um, 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 I got my um, I got my fair favorite game. Um, all right, so so I'm ready. Um, I'm getting ready 
in this matchup, um, especially for Sean Mannon versus uh, Jamie Winston. This will be uh, a really good, a really, really good uh, matchup. Um, I gotta say, on my third favorite game, it has to. I've been looking at this game. It's 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 schools and Virginia two games, and these two games. I'm gonna have to say my third favorite game is gonna be the Ravens versus Ravens versus Browns. Ravens versus Browns at week 13, not week one. It's a Monday night. They got. Let me see here. They got three back-to-back um, night games. Let's see here what what they got. Um, so they first they got 8:20 Steelers on Thanksgiving. Then they got 8:20 Cowboys. And then they got yeah. And then they got 8:15 Browns. That's just like. I love these night games, and I'm so excited for three games in a row for that. And then that leads to my fourth favorite game, as I said, the Cowboys and the Ravens. That's just that's gonna be a good game. C.D. Lamb showing off, Marquise Brown trying to show off, Lamar running running against that defense. It's, just, it's gonna be a great game. I agree, um, and I love this matchup, especially now that the. Um, Cowboys have picked up C.D. Lamb. That's just going to add a whole other element um, to the game. C.D. Lamb is a great receiver um, that has a lot to him and that can uh, come out and emerge. But C.D. Lamb is not what's going to bind a team together. They need to create a strong relationship and haven't really gotten a lot of training camp experience yet. But that's going to really show uh, true and hold true and see what C.D. Lamb actually um, is made of here. Um, I am super excited to see Ezekiel Elliott um, in this game to see how well the Ravens can stop Ezekiel Elliott in the run game um, on this game, um, as well as how well uh, the defense of the Cowboys can stack up to Lamar Jackson and stop him. Because Lamar has figured out ways that the defense on the other team has tried to stop stop him and then change his game completely uh, to kind of trick that defense and go back and forth until now, he is found his right. I want to ask you something. Who do you f- so, I have, it's two questions for the same, for the same game. Who do you think will win who do you think will win the Cowboys versus Ravens game and what will the score be? Mm. So, my score I think the Ravens are going to win. Hear me out here. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a Ravens fan. But I'm holding true to the Ravens here. The Ravens are a really good team. They've got a really good defense. Um, And I'm sure they can stop CeeDee Lamb and the run game of Ezekiel Elliott. They're really good at doing that. They're really good at getting outside and holding those receivers and getting those um, interceptions. As well as Marquise Brown. A lot of those those, big ticket players that go on the outside and cover the wide receivers and and pick off these these passes. That's really what's going to help us... um, obtain the the win um i really think that we have a strong strong uh running defense um so we can uh bulk up lamar um and um push him away or or push all the all the blockers away and and keep lamar um on his toes running the whole game and uh especially getting these passes out with a lot of these wide receivers marquise brown uh, being one of them, uh, that's going to run out, going to catch these balls and, and get get these gains for Baltimore that I don't believe um, the Cowboys and um, Dak Prescott can do. 
Now, my f- prediction for the game, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, Ra- I'm a Ravens fan, and I'm also a Seattle fan. Now, we're not going to talk, we're going to talk about Seattle maybe at the end or something, um, but uh, about this game, um, the Ravens are a really good team, and I just say they, they come over the top in this game versus the run game. More of a run pass. It's like a run game. I see Ezekiel Elliott pushing through, but they kind of shut him down in like the third quarter. The Ravens like start scoring because like I say it starts out as a like an easy game, seven to seven, and then in the quarter maybe like the Ravens score again, and then we got fourteen. Then we got fourteen to seven. Cowboys score again, fourteen to fourteen. The Ravens turn over the ball. Or like, or give them the ball back, and then they go, let they drive them down the field, and they kick a field goal to the Cowboys. Then the Ravens start blowing them out, and it ends as a 35 to 17 game. Ravens over the top. Um, I say the, the Cowboys will lose their rhythm down in the third or second quarter. Um, I'll. The Ravens have a good rhythm, and I just don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to keep it going in the game. I said they're going to slow down. They'll stop Zeke in the second, second late quarter. Like it'll be late in the second quarter. Um, um, I see they slow down Lamar in the third quarter, but some, but they uh they change some things up, and it's a 35 to 17 game for me. Ravens stop them from scoring. Late in the third half or second half. So, I think, uh, for my score here in this game, I think the Ravens are going to come out on top, like I said. The Ravens are a good team. They can they can shut them down. And in the second quarter, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're going to have a really close game in the first half. We've got um, a score coming out on, on, almost the fir- on the first drive for the Ravens. We've got a score. And then we then we come back and see the Cowboys here, um, and they come come out and score, and and that the back and forth keeps happening till the second, well, the second quarter, um, where where they kind of start to lose their rhythm and, and still get some points, but it's not as much as they got in the first quarter. After halftime, they lose their rhythm. They they feel as if they're doing real good, and then they don't play as well. We come out on top and we win. Uh, we stop their running game. We stop their passing game to um, CD Lamb. And we absolutely dominate um, on the defensive side of things. And that's where I think we'll win um, and excel um, and come out on top here in this game. Yeah, William, but I, w- I want to get your score prediction. Oh, shoot, I forgot my score. Oh, I think I think the score is going to be Ravens win it um, at 35 um, to... Let's say 14. I agree with your score, Jacob. Mom was 17. Mom was 17. 17, yeah. I think they're going to kick a field goal. I agree. I'll know that. Yeah. Um, now we're going to wrap over to what was next. Um, we, were, we did Browns. We did Josh Allen. We did, we did Browns, Josh Allen, uh, the Redskins, favorite games. And now I'll be... Now I've got a third segment here, guys. So our third and final segment, maybe we'll do a fourth. I don't know. We we got we got some time. We're gonna go a little bit over our 30 minutes today. 
Um, our third segment here is going to be other sports that influence us and who our favorite players in that sport are. Other sports that we play ourselves and, and who our role models are in that sport. Other sports and how they've influenced us as people. And who our role models are in those sports, on thoughts, and different things. So I'm going to start things off. My favorite sport um, to play um, on an actual team is lacrosse. Lacrosse has really influenced me and helped me uh, be my best self as a person. I've I've gotten here, I, or I've gotten to a point where I'm practicing every day. I'm running uh, back and forth on the field uh, or on my grass. I'm shooting a lot. I'm doing passing drills um, and doing as much as I can to to um, to do good at this uh, to, to do good in lacrosse. And people who influence me in lacrosse are. Um, I really like Paul Rabel, and that that's kind of a, a, a real real easy thing to say when you've got a role model that's the, that's the top player in the world. But he really influences me. I watch a lot of his YouTube channel. I, I, I hope I um, try and inspire myself to be like him. I try and keep my nutrition up. I try and keep good nutrition because Paul Rabel has, has shown me on his YouTube videos how to keep good nutrition. I've learned a lot from Paul, and I've came out and and practiced that, and it's really really easy um, for for you to, to play a sport, and in the off season you get real fat or you you don't eat right, um, and it just, and you get burnt out. Um, and what what I say to all of you guys is to practice, 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 keep up your nutrition, and you're you will be happier mentally and physically. And play a sport in every single season. Like, uh, for example, uh, in the winter, you're going to play basketball. In the spring, summer, or in the spring slash summer, you'll play lacrosse. Um, in the uh, yeah, in the spring slash summer, you'll play lacrosse. Um, and then after you get, um, then probably in the summer, you'll swim a lot. That'll be your kind of sport. Um, and then you've got your fall. You'll play soccer. Or maybe even fall across or baseball, um, and you just pick what, pick and choose what you want. Um, for me, I'm I'm gonna try and do some soccer this year, uh, so I can uh, just just keep condition for all my sports, um, or keep in condition with all my sports. Oh. So I recommend you guys if you play lacrosse, come out, do wall ball, a um, hundred reps or hundred throws on each arm, um, practice your shots and everything of that nature every single day. Um, until you get to that point where you can play in the season. So let's turn it over to Jacob. Um, so, yeah, I kind of am with Liam there. I'm a more of a football guy. Um, with football, one day I, I never liked football. Like, what my dad used to put it on sometimes, and I never cared about it. Um, one day, um, found out about Lamar. Um, and then my cousin started, started showing me. And then I, I got some interest, and then I played Madden. And then one day, went over to my cousin's house for for a football game to watch. 
and he had a football. We went outside, we started throwing, started catching, and I asked him if I could keep this football. Still have a football today. Um, I asked him if I could keep this football, and he gave it to me. Um, I started throwing, and I found out I was really good at it. Um, and then I got this other, and then after two months later, about two months later, um, my cousin, um, my other cousin gave me um, an NFL size football. I use it for decoration. And then this 4th of July, um, I used it for like the first time. Um, me, Liam was here and uh, we threw it around. And, yeah. Um, I found a lot of interest. Um, I threw really good when we played 20 yard throws with an NFL football. And, yeah. and now I just feel like I have to do it. I feel like I feel like I just feel like I have to do it. So Jacob, I got a question for you. So, am I correct? You play baseball, right? Uh, yes. I it got canceled this year. Yeah. Probably not gonna do it this year because I find so much interest in football. Are you thinking about playing football on a team? What do you mean by team? Um, like a like playing football with with a team, uh, like a like a playing football. On for for like a team for just say the Warhawks or something like that. Uh yes, yes I. Am. Um. Okay, that's good. Who are your role models in football, and how have they influenced you um, as a football player? Um, um, Lamar, and he really brought out what was in like it's like like what I had in me. Um, and then I have Mark Andrews. He's probably my number one. He's like big and he's really strong. And he just, and Lamar like Lamar proved a lot of people wrong. And that's why I lo- like I like how unique he is. And a lot of people value him and stuff, and really influenced me there. And and, and now he's the MVP, and he 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 corrected a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Lamar Jackson is a leader and a and a role model for all they, for they almost want him everybody. To be a receiver, because he's fast. Or no, he says he's a quarterback. I really, I really think if you play any sport, you should have a role model or a person that you inspire or that that inspires you and that you want to be like. You watch them play. You you almost mimic them playing, and you figure out um, the, your style of playing, and you do it. Play, playing sports is not really about almost. It's not always about what you do on the field. It's what you do off the field that counts. The time you put into practicing, the time you put into having good nutrition, uh, eating your your um, eating your carbohydrates, eating your your bread, eat, your whole grain bread eating um brown rice instead of white rice when you can and just eating these healthier options so that you can uh keep your mind and body healthy when you're not playing these sports 
And finding other things to do when you're not finding other things to do, um, being active off season, um, especially in the COVID-19 is very important. So find something you like to do. I have animals and I really like to uh, go down there and look at them and help feed the animals. And I like to go fishing and practice lacrosse. And I just found a lot of things I like to do over this quarantine that keep me active. Um, and I'm super happy that I found those different things. Going swimming at my grandparents' house and stuff like that. That's really helped me a lot. So, um, and, and I'm trying to keep my nutrition up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a lot of this stuff that, that uh, Paul Rabel has done. Um, and I know a lot of you people out there who may play uh, rec lacrosse think, man, I, should I be playing on a club team? Don't. If, you're, if you don't feel comfortable playing on a club team yet, don't. Um, and I know, I know for my situation, um, it's not so much about um, me wanting to. I really, I really think playing on a club team is what would help me get better. Um, and I tried getting in, and I, and I didn't. Um, if you want to, if you want something to practice, practice ground balls for lacrosse, um, and then you may get into that team. I'm super, super excited to see if next year for the tryout for Hoko, if I can make it in, if I try out for it. Um, and I'm super excited to, to try to try this out. Um, and I, all I can say to you guys is practice, keep your keep your nutrition up, and share your thoughts with your family. Because if your family doesn't know that you want to play club lacrosse, then you'll never have the oppor- then they'll never have the opportunity to to maybe talk to you about it or save up for it or or figure out how the best way to do that would be. Um, and you've just gotta stay true um, to your family, stay true to all the things you enjoy doing, stay true uh, to your roots, um, and talk to all of your family um, just just to get all your family's insights, aunts, uncles, cousins uh, to see if. What you're doing is correct before you go ahead and do it. I'll turn it over to Jacob. Sorry, I talked so long. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so really, yeah, like what Liam said, um, you should stay healthy and stuff. Um, so basically, I'm gonna be doing flag, um, football for about two years. Coming forth now for the fall. Hopefully, it doesn't get canceled. And then for, and then fifth grade, we doing it in the fall and hopefully come six i'll be i'm gonna be doing how it depends how good i'm gonna be doing i'll play tackle and then go from there and see what see what happens and a lot of sports can cross over if you guys enjoy playing two sports right now while you're maybe in middle school or elementary school go for it because when you get to high school it's going to be hard to juggle all your classes going to after-school activities, and going to practices for, for two sports um, through your school. And that that's really hard. So pick one sport that you really enjoy. But right now, while you have the opportunity in middle and, high, and, and elementary and middle school, go for it. Play two sports. You've got to consult your family members to see if it's something that you can afford to do. Um, and not just with money, with time. If you guys have a lot of other things that's, go- that's going on, um, then, then you can't really afford the time that it takes. So you need to consult your family members. Tell them what you want to do. Because if you don't, if you if you don't ever communicate with your family members, they'll never know what you want to do, and they'll never know how to help you with it. So always tell somebody if you have if you have something that you'd like uh, to to do um, in the future, or even right then and there, because I know for sure that they can help you with it. Yeah. So we're um, we're gonna 
probably end the podcast here at 35 minutes. Um, I'm gonna go do some stuff. Um, watch some YouTube or do something like that. I hope you guys enjoyed your day. And like we said, stay healthy, stay positive, yep. and you can get through these rough times all together. Um, and make sure to go subscribe to Stay Positive BLP. Um, we yep. partner 4H and Pro Trappers. And William, any shout outs? Just go subscribe to my man Paul Rabel. Uh, go uh, watch. Uh, watch, go pick a TV show and watch it with your family um, and have a great day. Uh, me and Jacob are, might do another podcast episode today, so check out for that. Alright, see you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Thoughts and Different Things podcast. Make sure to check out all our other episodes and all of our YouTube videos on hashtag ProTrappers, as well as Liam Hartner 4H. Go try something new and have a good time and come back for more episodes of Thoughts and Different Things.